famousbeforethefame.com. Your number one source for South Florida's hot new indie hip-hop music, videos, and films. Now they have a podcast, one dedicated to introducing on-the-verge indie artists, young entrepreneurs, and internet personalities to the world. If you're not a fan, you will be by the end of this show. Without further interruption, here's your host, the CEO himself, Super Sean. I am Super Sean, and this is Famous Before the Fame podcast. It's another weekend. I'm in the studio, chilling. You know, normally, um, I had to switch it up basically this week. You know, normally I'm doing rappers, producers, things like that. I always tell y'all that I'm trying to I'm trying to switch it up. I'm trying to keep you guys, you know, entertained. You know what I mean? So today I got an actor, you know? I really, really switched it up today. Um, I'm very appreciative, you know what I'm saying, of, of, you know, this whole situation as well. You know what I mean? Today I have Sharif. Erp in here. Y'all might know him as Terrence. Yeah, Terrence from Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Um, very big film. I'm talking Oscars, mm-hmm. uh, Golden Globe, mm-hmm. um a bunch of other awards. A bunch of other yeah. shit, you know what I mean? I mean, so what's good though, bro? Like, you know what I mean? You from what's Miami, all the way up here in Broward. I yeah, mean, I yeah. appreciate the travel, yeah, my nigga. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I love Broward 954, man. Yeah. Um, appreciate the love, man. I've been coming up here. Actually, uh, my my lady, my kid's mother, she from Broward County, you know what I'm saying? So I ain't know nothing about Broward till I met her. Uh, we've been together for some years, man. I remember when I first met, I used to be catching a bus up here, bro. Mm. Two buses mm. coming up here. Mm. So that's when my introduction to Broward, man. That's love right yeah, there, yeah. man. Broward yeah. County, man. That's what's up. I lived up here, too, for a little bit. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Like I said, man, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you coming through. You know what I mean? Um, We all got a story to tell. You know what I mean? And I really, really thought your story was very, very interesting. Like, the people got to know this story because, yeah. um, like I said, it's special, but it's also inspiring for those out there as well. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, so you know, normally how I start my podcast, I always talk about what's going on. You know what I mean? So let me let me entertain the people and, and, and pick up with what all that think, shit. You know what I mean? Think, so um, right now we got Kodak Black. He's home. You know what I mean? Welcome home. You know what I mean? You you, you did your time. You had your time to think. Now it's back to get back home. Get back to this music. Count that bread. Keep it moving. You know what I mean? Um, another thing that's going on is DJ Khaled released this song called "To the Max." Featuring Drake, mm-hmm. a very big artist, right? But this song is so controversial because the song features a very, very, um, how do I say it? It's an it's original sound, sound yeah. that I'm talking about the world really, I mean, this shit is very, very original. And it's, it's very local to Miami, you know, yeah. South Florida. Uh, st- it's sticking and jooking. It's a certain mm-hmm. sound and a dance that goes with it. And um, basically Khaled, you know, being from Miami, inspired by Miami mm-hmm. and everything, he took this sound and he put Drake, a super big artist, artist, on the song. You know, number one, what happened was that made the sound like take off. Take now off. everybody's looking for somebody that can make that, that sound. sound. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that just started careers to me, me yeah. for a whole bunch of people. Thing. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing that happened is the artists who are originally been doing that sound and still do that sound to this day, they kind of salty. You know what I'm saying? They're a little salty you with it. You understand? Timing is everything, bro. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't force it. You can't force nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, 
um, it wasn't their time. Yeah, they laid the groundwork for the originality of it, mm-hmm. you know, but maybe it was meant just for y'all to put that foundation in, and credit mm-hmm. gonna get due to what it's supposed to be due. So I ain't mad at Cali for doing that. He had to put the biggest artists in the game on it, you know what I'm saying? But let's just hope the remix uh, features some South Florida artists, you know uh, what I'm saying? That's the that's the get back plan. Yeah, you know what or I mean? Y'all remix it yourself, put the G mix on it. So so I don't know if you heard though. Yeah. Lil, Lil Dread went and got Piccolo, and they did they did the remix. Yeah, the remix on it. Yeah, yeah, the remix right now. I think on one hundred three or ninety nine, one of the two. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So they did their own little version. And me personally, you know, um, I'm not gonna say it was the best thing, mm. like the as far as the song, mm. but they did their thing. They got their point across. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I love your 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 suggestion, like yeah. the, the remix. Everybody, I encourage every South Florida way from Broward yeah. or Miami. Y'all get on that because that's our sound. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's that South Florida yeah. sound. And, and as and, long as Kelly ain't steal a song from the producer, mm-hmm. if him and the producer network linked and they put it out, man, Kelly, big ups to you and we appreciate you for um, putting that to the world. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you could have did it a little earlier, but like I said, timing is everything yeah. and it's the right time for it. Yeah. So, and and to touch to on Cali, what you just man. said too about the producer, the little the producer yeah. is a young man named um, on Instagram. Y'all go follow him. All I know is Jay. You feel me? Uh, J-O, yeah. which has been making this sound for a long time. He's a young man and he's yeah. been doing this for a while. He's been making the sound like he's known for yeah. the sound. He's been producing a lot of shit from um, Iceberg for a while now. Yeah. You feel me? And um, uh, who else? Ball Greasy, things like that. So he's been out here. And, and what you're saying is Khaled did reach out to a local producer, got that sound. So mm-hmm. again, it's sparking careers. Yeah. They got to see the bigger man. picture. They got to, man. See Sometimes the bigger picture. They don't, they, don't, they don't see it until it's meant to be seen. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So that's that. It take a while. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, Another thing is, you know, man, listen, man. Man, listen, out here you gotta be on point at all times. Don't let a motherfucker catch you slipping. Can't. No lacking, no lacking, no lacking. Can't. You feel me? Um, XXX, a bra rapper who recently like just took off like yeah. the rocket ship. You feel Big me? Big to X, man. Yeah, yeah. So he performing in San Diego after like you know some beef from with another rapper from long time ago, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. And um, it's like some dudes just run on stage and just like lay bra out. Yeah. KO, like, you yeah. feel me? They had to drag him off and everything. Um, Drake commented on the picture. <laughs> you know, Drake, man. Tuck shit, the rockabye baby. He commented. You know, they were going at it for a little bit, too. You know what I'm saying? He, yeah. So, you know, that was the little thing, his little shot, you know what I mean? And, and, and the dude who's trying to take credit for yeah. it, um, Rob Stone, he just, you know, doing his thing. You know, he taking credit for it, basically. Yeah. Um, the, the unfortunate situation is that the person who did it yeah. is stabbed up, critical condition. So, you know, I mean, now he it's... he probably like, knew what was going to come with it when he did it, too, now. You know what I'm saying? You got to understand X. Big up the X, man. I don't care what genre, what type of music. As long as you from South Florida, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Not even just South Florida, period. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You a young brother trying to do something, bro. I, I I commend that. You know what I'm saying? Coming from where he from, he straight out of Pompano, just like um, Kodak, but he's just yeah. a different breed. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, man, at the, at the same time, he took an L, you know, but I like the way he came back. He, he ain't wait... He came right back and he addressed it. He got on social media like, look, motherfuckers caught me slipping, knocked me out. It is what it is. And at the same time, every lesson, he learned a lesson. He exactly. got to be on point. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So X a real a real G for how he uh, handled the situation. He just got to move and walk light. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just move accordingly. You know? And ha- that's just some hating shit at the end of the day. Like, it's too much money to be made. 
and for for that type of hatred to be going around. But when you got beef, you got to know how you rocking. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 exactly. Like I said, man, protect yourself at all, at times, all times. You know what I mean? So you know that happened. You know what I mean? It's water <clears throat> under the bridge. You know what I mean? Back to the money. You know what I mean? Bingo, bingo. <laughs> you know, back to the money. Bingo. Um, another thing that happened, and this is um, this is special to me because mm-hmm. you know, I love I. I, my whole platform is about highlighting, you know, talent. It's raw talent. Mm. I don't care about your numbers. I don't care about none of that shit. I, I, I'm, I'm talking about raw talent. So recently, um, you know, you got XXL. They put out their freshman list every year and mm. people vote and, you know, try to do their thing. Um, but there's another company out here, Hidden Ruby. They put out a, a, a list for the top Broward artists, you know? Then you had another company, New Broward. Well, you know, I rock mm. with them. You know what I'm saying? The Broward movement is heavy. Yeah. Um, they put Shout out their out own Broward, list. Man, 954. Yeah, I appreciate it. So they put out their own list, you know what I mean? Mm. Um Famous Before the Fame, we are putting together our own list. Go we ahead. have been putting together our own list for a while. And the thing is, we not rushing. We not trying to, you know, beat nobody to the punch. It's really well thought of. And we don't have one list. We have three lists. Yeah. We have okay. the hot list. We have the bubbling list. And we have the people that you shouldn't sleep on. You know, we 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 Ooh, we paying attention like to like everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? We gotta okay. give everybody a chance yeah. here. You know what I mean? Because I mean, a list of twenty five, a list of twenty, a list of fifteen, that ain't enough. That ain't. It, everybody. All really... them lists is good still though, cause I oh, feel yeah. like what it do is it build um, ambition. Everybody want to be the best. And even if you ain't fighting to be in the, build a competitive spirit, even mm-hmm. if you ain't trying to be the best, you want to be in considered one of the best. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, y'all keep bringing the list. It's just, it's, it's a lot of hunger within Florida right now, man. Like, yeah. you know, we too close to George and Atlanta for us to not, you know, and we've been in the game yeah. with prolific artists, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Since the beginning of this hip hop. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, Imagine hip hop without having this Florida sound impact. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uncle Luke changed the game back in the '90s. It's because of him yep. we able to have um, thick old video vixen shaking <laughs> that ass in the videos, twerking. Because yeah. of him, you could say whatever word freely you want to say. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying, like. Nah, Big yeah, ups, it's, it's definitely a part. It's definitely roots to it. You know roots what I mean? Roots to this, man. Roots to this shit. You know we what I mean? Take our rightful place. Exactly, exactly. And like you saying, you know what I mean? It's no hate or nothing like that. No shade. I I love the list. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just letting y'all know what we doing. You know what I mean? We also part of the game, and this is what we doing. We trying to highlight and bring attention to the talent. So mm-hmm. just wait on it. Our list is coming when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We just gonna throw it out there. So y'all pay attention to that. Yeah. Um, last but not least, you know what I mean? Um, I did. A, I recently did. An interview with um Yoda Joker a couple weeks ago. Matter of fact, couple it was a while, you know what I mean? But I just had it in the tuck, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Little kitty, you know what I mean? So um I put it out there. Um it was a lot of like mixed reviews. The shit damn then went viral. Some what? blogs picked it up. And 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 I, what I want to let y'all know is that famous before the fame. This is not no love and hip hop shit. It's not rehearsed. Yeah. You know what I mean? If if anybody come on here, they know I don't send you no questions beforehand. It's no. all organic. You know Everything what I'm saying? Organic. So when you come here, I tell you. Man, whatever you got, just get it off your chest. Yeah. So whatever the people say on my platform, it's what they say. You know what I mean? I don't censor nothing. You know what I mean? It, this is just media. This is, you know, raw, uncut. Raw, uncut. So don't be mad at me if someone say something about you or about a situation that you are part of. Don't be mad at me. That's, mm-hmm. all, I, that's all I'm just trying to say. You know what I mean? I'm going to clear that don't up. Don't shoot the messengers. Don't Damn shoot it. the fucking messenger. Damn you know what I mean? <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. You know what I mean? Wrap this up. Yeah. Um. 
Let's get back. Let's get back to this interview though. Yeah. I am Super Sean, and this is Famous Before the Fame. Yo, my nigga. Yo. You in here to like? I appreciate the fact that you came up here. Absolutely. Um, I like I support. said, yeah, like I said, you got a story to tell. You know what I mean? Um, your story is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you come from Little Haiti, um, Miami, Dade County. You know what I mean? Dade County. It's not really a you know a rich place with uh you know high rise buildings and million. You know that's all that. That's across the bridge. bridge yeah. You know what I mean? So from you going coming from there to where you you know where you at with what you did and yeah. where you going. Man, that's that's a that's very inspiring to me, and that, that's why I said I want Thank the people you, to know about this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so let's talk about you know the act before acting, yeah. before it all. You know, growing up, um, you from Miami? Yeah. Um, who raised you? My mom and dad raised me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I grew up in Little Haiti area. Um, grew up in Little Haiti and Alapata. You know, on both sides. So I mean, I grew up around the time where it was uh Yanks. Versus those, mm. you know what I'm saying? I went to Tucson, Novichar Elementary. Um, I mean, I was the dude that was saying, like, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say saving those, but I was the one in the middle telling them my yank homies, like, man, chill, bro, he good, <laughs> man, you tripping. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, about to down and fight with no, you know, because I just got yeah. a big heart, bro. Mm-hmm. And around that time, it wasn't cool to be... You know, Macca's on them boys were doing their thing, mm-hmm. but it ain't, it, still, them, the Haitians ain't had that pride that they got right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Behind that zoo. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, now I love what the zoo's doing, man. That resilient spirit that they got, man. That's a historical bloodline that they carry, man. Yeah. Them Haitians, man. So, yeah. shout out to all my zoo, man. I grew up around the Haitians, you know what I'm saying? And Alapata, too. I grew up around Machicos. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just an all around day kind of dude, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, what's your background, though? Like, um, the culture as far as your culture and shit? Well, oh, I grew up as a Rastafarian, mm-hmm. you know, early on. My dad from Guyana, you know what I'm saying? Which is culturally connected to the Caribbean, the mm-hmm. West Indies, you know, Island Boy. Uh, but my mom and dad split um, when I was around, let's say, about 10 years old. Um, so around that time, my mom sat us down. Mom, you know mom and dad going at it. So they sat us down like, look, I mean, we finna split up. So you, you want to stay with your dad? You want to go with your mom? Around that time, you know, every young boy, mama's boy, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it wasn't nothing against my dad. It's just that I just chose to go with mom. So, I mean... She went back to the to the islands or whatever. So mm-hmm. I went over there and I, I went to uh, actually went to middle school down in the islands, uh, St. Vincent Grammar School, which is an all boys school. I did a test, got accepted to what one of the highest one of the highest um, schools in in that nation. You know what I'm saying? Been accepted with all the politicians in their kids' school, but I still was distracted, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just growing up with that. That uh, resentment, you know what I mean? Just any young brother, any young black dude from the hood, man, go through it when you ain't got no guidance or direction, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what's up. Um, so I mean, so like, how was it growing up though? Like, was it was it hard? Did you have an easy time growing up? You know? Nah, it was rough, bro. My mom got ten kids, bro. Literally, bro. And to be honest, I'm the I'm the first one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you bro. so you the oldest kid. Yeah, I'm the oldest of ten. Yeah, of ten. Yeah. So what was that responsibility like? Man, from from the jump, bro, I was the the leader. You know what I'm saying? That's why I call myself Sharif the leader. Like mm. I, I had to go out there and 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 do certain things to to bring back to the family. You know what I'm saying? Some things mom approved of, and some she definitely didn't approve of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I remember incidents. Like you know how that is, big little bro, come to you, man. The nigga don't try me. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I'm being bro, so they come to me, and then I gotta go. I'm going, mm-hmm. all right, come on, let's go. And I go, this nigga like, <laughs> and I'm like, Phew. so I had, I've been a fight on my whole life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just defending my pride, you mm-hmm. know, which is my family. So growing up was really uh, tough, man, but the love was always there. Definitely, mama always did the best she could, the best she can. Mm-hmm. And um, she raised the G. That's the best thing I said, a young king, man. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. So um, 10 kids, you're the oldest. Yeah, um, you know, what's the, what's, the, what's the numbers? <laughs> like, you know, boy versus girl. Oh, it's... um. Five boys, five girls. Okay. Yeah. And are you are you guys close? Are you guys distant? Are they yeah, all in all Miami? Close. Like, what's the situation? We all close. And you know what I'm saying? Everybody. Well, recently my mom she had migrated to Africa. You know what okay. I'm saying? So my mom she live in, in uh, Ghana in Africa. You know my mom, like I said, I grew up Rastafarian. So my mom dreadlocks way down here. My okay. dad dreadlocks way down here. Okay. So my mom, she in Africa, remarried with her husband and stuff like that. So I got some brothers and sisters over there. Okay. And um. Mother, my other brothers and sisters that grew up here with me too. Mm-hmm. Some of them still here, and then I got some in New York. You know, my sisters them in NY. So everybody just growed up, and we out here just doing our thing, man. Okay. But me, we all stick together, especially me and my brothers, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's what's up, man. That's interesting, man. You know, big family. Big <laughs> family, bro. You got to do big things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it helped me with my acting too, cause when you grow up in a house like that, it's a bunch of different personalities, bro. Ah. And it helped me with dealing with people and shit too, like yeah. I I learned from what this person get mad at this, this, you know what I'm saying? Don't mm-hmm. do that, you know what I'm saying? Fighting, yeah. laughing. So, I mean, growing up, that shit, getting picked on in school, all that shit ain't never phased me because I, I grew up with a whole, all that in the house. Yeah. We ranking each other all the time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so That's what's up. Um, so, school, um, what was school like for you? Um, yeah, school was, to be honest, I was one of them kids, I loved the school, man. I, I, I'm a learner. I love to learn. But um, I, I I dislike authority mm-hmm. and structure. So, I mean, I learned. I was always getting good grades um, all the way up to, like, towards the end of middle school going on to high school. I just started crashing, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was always a good student, good test taker. I could not study at all mm-hmm. and just be presented a test or even just cram what they call it cram the night before and, and pass a test and get like a 98 percentile over everybody else you know yeah. so i was always gifted like that um school was pretty good man you okay. know um so i mean like was you into the foolishness during that time oh, or yeah, you was just yeah. you, I, I, you know me i like to gamble you okay. know so i stayed with some <laughs> dice Always rolling dice, shaking, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And then with my, the niggas I grew up in my neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? I stood behind them, so we got into a lot of fights, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? As far as fighting other the opposition, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? I was, I was always the nigga that pop off first. <laughs> I'm a little dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I just had that fire in me from a jump, from the jump, man. You know how it is growing up in day in yeah. Miami, bro. You got to be... You gotta, you know what I'm saying? You gotta be about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's, did you play any sports during them times? Like, was you into sports at all? Um, uh, yeah, I played soccer. Okay. For um, Miami Edison. I went to Miami Edison Senior High. Mm-hmm. Uh, got kicked out of Miami Edison Senior High. I went to Miami Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I played soccer. That was pretty much it. Um, other than that, I wasn't re- I was focused on, you know what I'm saying, getting money, mm-hmm. you know, and just being a ladies' man. You know, I like yeah. the girls. Girls always liked me, like my voice. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I was just always a ladies' guy, mm-hmm. you know? Um, did you go to school with anybody, like, um, you know, 
notable like like anybody that did anything different, right? Like music yeah, or Zoe football Dollars. players, yeah, anything like that. Yeah, shout out to Zoe Dollars, man. Um, me and Zoe went to school together, same class, everything. Zoe was always a good kid, bro. Like if anybody say anything bad about that dude, it's a damn lie, man. Mm-hmm. Zoe Dollars, he was. But the thing about Zoe. He was the only Haitian around straight Chico. Cause we grew up in Alapata. You gotta understand yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So he'll be the blackest nigga. Ride straight Chico had Chico girlfriend, <laughs> homeboys, you know what I'm saying? All the Dominicans, preferably, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. fought with them over there. Shouts out to the Dominicans at Apparel, man. Much love and respect to that side. Them boys doing their thing too with the music. Yeah, they yeah. They on the rise, man. Shouts That's out. what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. So, um, Shouts out Zoe Dollars too. Yeah, so I mean, I see you do your thing with the music too. Like, yeah. how, how, you know, how did you get into music? Was that your first, first love? Was that your first passion or was yeah. acting always something that you wanted to do? Ever since I was a kid, man, like, I, I was going to talent shows, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, I was always a writer. You know, I was that kid that had a journal, you know what I'm saying, or mm-hmm. a diary, whatever you want to call it, and I write. I was always a writer, mm-hmm. writer, writer, write, write. And I remember it was this show back in the day called um, Little Critters. I don't know if y'all remember that, excuse mm-hmm. me. And I took all the characters in that, and I made my first rap. Okay. So I was rapping each character name, and I took it to the school, and I, they beat back then, you know, beating on the dust, and I yeah. rapped that, and I realized that I had a little flow. So I always took the music, you know. Um, but it was around the age of maybe, let's say, 14, that I said, you know what, I'm going to really start rapping. Mm-hmm. So I put out I put out four. I got actually four mixtapes on datpiff.com. Y'all check it out under the name Young Herd. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Young Herd. Um, anybody in the inner city of Miami-Dade County, they know me as her. You okay. know what I'm saying? So that's like my street name, you know. So I, I was doing this shit for a minute, man. I got four mixtapes out there. Y'all go check them out, man. So music always definitely been something that I was doing when it came to engineering, Pro Tools. I mm-hmm. taught myself how to do that. Um, everything. And then all that came into place with me writing scripts. Mm. You know, write, I always writing a ton of movies. All that, man. You know, just being creative. That was always my thing, you okay. know? Yeah. So, um, as far as music, what are some of your influences? What were some of your influences? Or who are some of your influences when it comes to music? Wow, I got a wide variety of influences, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, growing up, I heard a lot of reggae, Buju Bantan. Mm. One of my favorite reggae artists of all time is Sizzler Kalanja, if yeah. not the greatest after Bob Marley. Okay. Peter Tosh. Okay. Then, you know, I got a lot of that Biggie, Tupac, Trick Daddy, mm-hmm. Hot Boys. Oh, man, Hot Boys was the shit, what? man. I loved them Hot Boys, man. <laughs> I had, To be honest, I ain't never look at Wayne back then. My my favorite niggas was Juvie and BG. Okay, You know okay. what I'm saying? I was a Juvie and BG. Them boys was gangsters back yeah, then, too, man, right? Hot Boys shit was the shit, man. Um, <laughs> Lil Bow Wow. I don't give a fuck how tough you is, nigga. Yeah. You a 90s baby, bro? Yeah. You know about Bow Wow, man, bro. Listen, you man. know what I'm saying? I used to get girls off of Bow Wow, because back then I had braid my hair. They said, oh, you look like Bow Wow. I said what? Girl told me that one time. I said what, man? That, it's over. <laughs> man, I got a lot of little girlfriends all that Bow Wow era, man. Shouts out to Bow Wow, man. That's what's up. Yeah, man. So I got a lot of musical influences. Um, some people that y'all might not even know, man. Like a lot of, I started listening to rock and roll when I was uh, went out to San Francisco. Okay. I had went out to San Francisco. We when we had a little plug. That's when I was doing my little thing in the streets or whatever. Mm-hmm. I used to hang out with some hippies. And up in the mountains, and then you know it ain't. You know we working on the farm in the field. Mm-hmm. 
So we sharing culture. You know, they'll, I'll be playing my rap music. They'll be like, who is that? Then they start playing their rock. So that got me into rock and roll, listening to bands like Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. Me and Jerry Garcia, the lead of that band, rest in peace. We born on the same day. Okay. Um, Pink Floyd. I love Pink Floyd. Um, Leonard Skinner. All them boys, man. Uh, Frank Zappa. Definitely a good influence. Uh, then you got all them, man. It's just a lot of wide variety of music, bro. Straight up, man. Man, now you real diverse, man. A lot of yeah. them, all of them names you name, that's a real diverse plate. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? So that tells a lot about you too. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I'm a learner, a researcher. I like yeah. to research. That's my thing. You mm-hmm. say something. If I don't know, I'm either ask a question or I'm gonna mark it down and I'm gonna go back in. Yeah. That's that's like one thing about me. I'm a researcher, yeah. bro. Yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I like to hear, like, you know, people well-versed. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, man. Um, music is music, bro. It don't matter where it come from. As long as it got a vibe and your soul could feel it, bro, mm-hmm. it's music. We be having that mentality as niggas sometimes, black people, like, man, I don't want to listen to this and just listen mm-hmm. to this. But to be honest, man, music is a wide variety, a wide range, and it'll help you get some inspiration from it. You'll be surprised who. Man, it's so universal. That's yeah. one thing I like to say. Like, like yeah. you saying how you named all them different people. Like, how can one person care to listen to them people or just you know like the music? It's because it's universal. It you know is. what I mean? It's a feeling that you get from the music. It's a you know a, a, an emotion. You know what I mean? It's not just about how cool it is or who's doing the music. Yeah. It's about the feeling. It's you know the what feeling. Mean? Yeah. And yeah. sometimes when people be like, "Oh, check this dude out." Especially if they hot I gotta mean like What's so good about this dude Like Jay-Z was yeah. one of them Type of people I used to yeah. always say Everybody praising Jay, Jay, Jay yeah. I'm like man I don't know where I'm from Dad, I know Trick Daddy You know what I'm saying <laughs> I know all these niggas talking about Jay and them boy. It gave you, that shit gave you emotion when you feel like you was re- you you could connect to that. So, you know what I mean? So when I, I finally t- tapped into Jay, mm. that uh, American Gangster album, mm-hmm. man, I sat back. I said, oh, yeah. Okay, now I see what mm-hmm. they was talking about. So shouts out to Jay, man. Definitely one of the gods in this rap shit. Yeah, yeah. He gave yeah. you something you could relate to. That's Definitely, all. Definitely. Jay, you know what Jay, I mean? Jay, yeah. So um so I mean so let's get into it. You was talking about you know the money and all that thing. You know mm. you got a high profile case as well out there. You know this is public information too. Yeah. So I mean let's talk about you know before um you know acting. You know uh-huh. um the money situation. How was you getting money? You know was it a job hustling? What was the situation? I always been a hustler. Like I said, my mama got ten kids, bro. So anywhere I could get it, I was out there trying to get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um. To be honest, I was in the trap in the beginning. My first introduction to the trap, without being too in detail, mm-hmm. I had got kicked out of school, right? And around this time in the projects, Green Cherry Project, shout out to Two Four. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say no names, but them boys were around there doing their thing. You get what I'm saying? And I'm like, man. I'm trying to make some money, man. I'm trying to get it. You feel me? At the time, my other homeboy was out there, so I went to the head of the trap like, bro, man, let me get out. Let me get out. He like, man, just like any real nigga, dog. he told me straight up, bro, stay in school, bro. You don't want to be doing this, man. I'm like, bro, man, I need bread. So then he like, man, stay in school, stay in school. I'm like, dang, he don't want to let me get out of here. So, bum. One time I had, like I said, for gambling, I had got kicked out of Jackson around the time for gambling or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So then I came back around and I said, bruh, I'm trying to get on the block. Let me get on. He was like, man, stay in school. I'm like, bruh, I'm in school, but I just got kicked out and I'm going to an alternative school. So I get out at 12. So I'm going to school in the morning, but I got the rest of the day. Mm. So I hit him with that. He like, all right, bruh, I here doing this thing this week. Next week, come holler at me. Uh-huh. 
So I had got on just like that working. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, working in the trap. That was the first part of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, I mean, so after that, you know, you got a touch for the money and shit like that. Um, <sighs> I couldn't. I was dipped, boy. <laughs> so where did like where where did that take you? Because you know, it's it's a timeline before you know you 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 went out here in the streets to. You know, eventually you get shot, you know, arrested, like, you know, and then, you know, the, the, what I want to call the lucky roll, you know what yeah. I mean? The, the, ca- the calling, the, the calling, calling, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, explain how did that, you know, explain that timeline. It's definitely a timeline. So, boom. So, just from being working for, for bro, all right, I had got into a situation when I had tucked my bomb. I had stashed it, put my bomb in a little certain spot, and I had made a little money. I said, man, I'm going to go pay my phone bill right quick. Block was cool or whatever. I'm like, man, ain't no customer coming right now. Let me go hop, hop on the BC clear, mm-hmm. hop on the bike. <sighs> Went to go Metro, came back, my bomb was gone. God damn. What the hell, nigga, that took my bomb? So I'm on the block snapping, bro. Who the fuck got my bomb? Niggas ain't saying, nobody ain't saying nothing. Mm-hmm. And niggas was round, bro. You know what I'm saying? So at that point, the nigga I was working for, you know how I go, I got to work that off now. So that taught me a valuable lesson. I said, you know what? I got to be my own boss. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... At a point in time without going into too many detail or whatever, my mom, who is a roster, like I said, Big Dread or whatever, she had got linked up with this um this this lady, which is actually a hippie, mm-hmm. a, a, a white lady, long dreads or whatever. And she, my mom helped her out when she was in the islands or whatever. So then she was like, you know what? Let me tell you what I do. I'm a grower. You know mm. what I'm saying? I plant such and such pounds of marijuana, whatever, whatever. Um, my mom was like, well, you know, I got a couple sons up there. They need some work. They definitely need to go out there and work. So it was that introduction. We flew out to California. And that oh, was wow. around, I probably was like, around 17, 18. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, what? So we flew out there and I started where it was legal at. Mm-hmm. Working on a farm in the field, learning about the ganja, the trees, and all that. And then it was just packing them up. So what year was that? What year was that? Oh, what year was this? This was probably like around 2009, 2010, probably. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so so that was your introduction to it. That that was my introduction to leveling up. Leveling up, up. yeah, and next level. Yeah, getting my own, pulling up with my own packages and ziplock and seal and all that type of stuff. Yeah, you know, if you about that life, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was my introduction to that. You know. Okay, yeah. man, that shit sound like a movie itself. Life, I, I, man. I know you writing. I know you writing this movie, bro. I know you writing this movie. You God know what I mean? Writing it for me. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So um. You know that's that's the money part. You know that's the that's the you know the past or whatever. Yeah. Um, but all that shit led to me getting shot. Niggas trying to rob me. And okay. Shit exactly. In the 80s, yeah. Okay. Okay. So explain that situation. You know what I mean? Um, you out there getting the money. You know they see you eating. You know. Um, and and they try you basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just competition, really. That's what that be like, man. We gotta take this nigga out, cause you know what I'm saying. If he ain't gonna put us on, then we gotta x him out. And at the time. I was at my brother crib or whatever, and they thinking it's a trap because there's so much activity going on. Niggas pulling up, cars pulling up, but it's just the the circle, the fam, you know, the mm-hmm. gang, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? And niggas thinking, oh, this the spot. So one day I'm just out there on my phone at the corner, right there in Little Haiti at the stop sign. I'm on the phone talking or whatever. 
nice gold chain, you know, everything, white forces, clean, you know, mm -hmm. dope boy fresh. Simple, you know, but I had my jewelry on or whatever, and nigga ride by on a bike. He go like this, yo, but I recognize the nigga, he got a little trap in the hood. Mm -hmm. Them niggas ain't from the hood, but they just was in there around that time. Right. We allowed it, whatever, blase, blase. So, bomb, um, he ride by on the bike, he like, yo, what's up? So, I look, I said, what's up, too? See, but my thing was, I had, you know how you on the phone, and you talking, and you talking, and walking? Mm -hmm. I was in front of my brother's career, and I ended up talking and walking so much in the train of thought that I ended up at the corner on the stop sign, so I was drifted away mm. from a safe zone. Safe zone, zone yeah. You know what I'm saying? And after he rolled by, like, four minutes later, somebody else, a dude, started walking. And I looked to my left, I see, see bro walking, but then he made a juke move. And when he made that move, I went to clutch it, and I realized, damn it, I left my shit in the crib. Mm. So when I did that, I looked the nigga dead in his eyes, bro. Looked him dead in his eyes. When I looked him in the eyes, now he... Went like this, but the grace of God, he was fumbling mm. out of his gym shorts, like fumbling. So that split second, I took all running, all that pop, pop, pop. I'm running, getting hit. Mm -hmm. And then like, I'm running, still getting hit. Then when it hit my thigh, my femur bone actually hit my femur, it shattered it. So I fell on the floor. So I'm back on the floor now, I'm laying down. And I'm like, I remember my dad always taught me, you ever get hit, play dead. If you hit, you alive. That's any one of y'all always remember this, play dead. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, I got here. I'm like, man, I got to play dead, bro. So I'm doing like this, and I look up. I see the little fuck nigga running. Mm -hmm. I said, thank you, Jesus. He was scared than you yeah, was. Yeah, bro. I'm like, dang, he gone. So then I look back. I see another dude walking up to me. I'm terrified. I'm be straight yeah. up, bro. I'm terrified, bro. The dude like, nah, nah, nah. It's okay. It's okay. I'm calling police right now. So he calling now, and I'm on the floor. Oh, shot up. So then I'm feeling around, like, making sure I ain't hit no one crazy. So I'm looking. Uh -huh. I'm like, bro, I'm hit him. Him, one in there, went out of the bullet inside my femur. The bullet still there, lodged in. To this day, they can't move it. I got an IM rod surgically in place, mm -hmm. a metal rod. So I still be feeling pain after that. But, I mean, I went through a lot of trauma after that situation. Like mm -hmm. I said, the grace of God, I'm still alive. And, um, I mean, just, just you know, just positivity, man. Yeah, yeah. So, what? Um, I mean... Damn, that's some crazy shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Bro, so that's like, the scariest thing I ever went through. That's facing death itself. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. that. I mean, so that I'm sure that was going through your mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, During I that I situation, um, what was the recovery like? Like, you know, after you went through, you know, the the, the shooting or whatever. What was the recovery like? Did you have to like learn how to walk again or yeah, anything like all that? All that, <sighs> man. So I was in the hospital for five days, Miami Jackson, Ryder Trauma Center. Mm -hmm. All gunshot wound victims go to the trauma center. Mm -hmm. I'm in a trauma center. I was in there for five days. They moved me to do my surgery to get my um my rod. They had me on morphine, all type of shit. Mm -hmm. Doped up. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then after I got out of the hospital, five days, like the day that I got out of the hospital, my daughter was born. Okay. So, I mean, I almost ain't make it to see my little girl. Wow. Um, That was June 5th. Okay. My daughter was born June 10th. Her birthday is actually today. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Her, okay. And um, I was shot on June 5th. So, I got out of the hospital on June 10th, 2015. So, I mean, when I got back, you know how it is, bro. You, I ain't rich. I ain't, at that time, I ain't got no money. I ain't got no type of financial income. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Other than just the packs or whatever. And... 
I gotta go back to the hood. Like I go back to Beverly Core Gables or Coconut Grove. I gotta go right back. Yeah. To the hood. You know what I'm saying? So I, it was traumatizing. You know what I'm saying? But I, luckily I had my brothers, my homies around me, protecting me, keeping me good. Mm-hmm. And um, I had to learn how to walk, man. I had a little cane. I used to get up, do exercising. But see, what messed me up was the medication they gave me. Mm. They gave me um. Percocet. I ain't never take pills, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know when they gave me that, that shit's strong as hell, man. And that it was shit. the only thing that was working. I was popping four, five of them, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it started making me emotional and depressed. Mm-hmm. And I got to a real dark, dark place. I'm talking about. I just be laying down, and just be crying, bro. Mm-hmm. Crying, like, damn, what the hell? We're like, I never felt like this, bro. I That's like the, the the reaction or bingo, the side effects of the depression of the pills. and mm-hmm. the emotion and all that. And I just was feeling like the walls were closing in. If I hear somebody at the door, I'm talking about I'm sleep with the stick right here. Mm-hmm. Right at the bed. If I hear somebody at the door, I'm like this limping with the stick looking like my brothers them telling me, bro, chill, bro, you trip. I'm like, bro, y'all don't understand what I just went through, bro. Niggas just came close range and shot, shot yeah. at them, nigga, you feel me? So, I mean, at that time, I got to that place and I said, you know what, man? Lord, Father God, please just help me, man. Send, mm-hmm. send something. Help me out. At the time, I ended up violating probation because I was still on papers mm-hmm. for the little situation up here in Broward. So, if I could recall, I had to limp my way to the courthouse for violating probation because I missed court. I was in the hospital. My PO kept calling me. I said, bro, I was in the hospital, man. He said, man, just go tell the judge what happened, and they're going to they gonna let you out or whatever. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So I went there. I had to sit in Broward in uh, main jail for like four days or whatever. Mm-hmm. They uh, put me, reinstate me back on probation or whatever. Came back to Miami, and that was the final point when I was like, you know what? I got to make a change. I can't be doing this no more. Like, I literally got on my knees and I cried and I asked God, like, Lord, please. There's a lot that I don't understand. And there's a lot of things that's coming at me right now. But please, I promise you, if I give you my life, would you just just keep me good? And, I mean, after that, I don't know what happened. I just seen the ad for Moonlight. Mm. And I went in and I just did it, bro. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me take a minute to ask my listeners a few questions. Did you subscribe yet? Are you on SoundCloud slash Famous Before the Fame? Did you follow us? Are you on iTunes? Famous Before the Fame podcast. Did you subscribe yet? How you think you're going to hear these podcast interviews I drop every week if you haven't subscribed? What about YouTube? I know you on YouTube, but have you subscribed yet? You gotta subscribe so you'll be the first to listen when I drop these episodes every week. Do yourself a favor, don't be a follower and wait for someone else to share everything then like it. Subscribe now. And to all my current subscribers, much love. Now let me get back to this interview. Man, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Like for you to be going through all of that. You know, like sometimes people say God won't give you more than you can handle. And then, you know, some people say, you know, decisions you make put you in, you know, certain situations. You know, um, I always say, you know, there's there's times when you can learn from your lessons and there's times where, you know, you might not even live to learn from your lessons. So you were you you went through all this stuff and you you, you was you was at the point where you was like, I learned from my lesson. Just just give me a sign. Give I, me a sign. I, I'll take it. I'll take it. Whatever it is like. Just give me a new direction, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I felt like God just, 
He just took everything that he had, that I already had inside of me. You know what I'm saying? And everything was just preparation. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's just I was already prepared for it. You yeah. know? Yeah. So yeah. so so just shout out to God, man. Shout out to the Most High. Of course, man. man. Each Definitely. and every day, man. Bless. So so the timeline, real quick. So you got shot. Yeah. Um. You know there was another case. The the, the case. Um. In 2014. The, yeah. With, with with the um. You know the hotel shit. Um. So like, what was what was you thinking like during that time too? Like, what was going through your mind? Like, man, around that time, bro. To be honest, bro, I ain't even really had to go through that, bro. Man, my um, my baby mama old boy had done put me on with the city of Hollandale. At that time, we had moved out of day. Mm-hmm. This before I got shot. All that. This was 2014. I got shot in 2015. Okay. So I ain't even had to do that, bro. I yeah. was I was at entry level at the sanitation, working on the back of the garbage truck, bro. But a young nigga just so accustomed to that fast money, bro. I'm like, shit. I'm do my thing and still. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So, an opportunity was presented to me, bro. We got a lit for 20 bands. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let's go handle it. What is it? Blase, blase. I'm like, shit, come on. Set the time, date, we went. <sighs> Boom, kicked in the door, whatever. Next thing you know, the shit was a whole setup, bro. The whole thing. Nine outside. The nigga who we with. Everybody nine slapping me, pah, slapping my homeboy, stomping up, beating him. I'm like, so he just he just kicked me, called me a nigga. So I looked at me and said, maybe you deserved it. So I looked to my right, I see the the dude that we with, supposed to be from the same hood or whatever. I ain't gonna put him out there right now, cause I already know I'm good. I'm as good where I'm at yeah, right yeah, now. We ain't gotta do that. So I'm looking. This nigga on his phone right next to nine, bro. My homeboy looked at me, bro. We been set up, bro. I said, damn. Man, they took a nigga from the to the main jail. From the main jail, I woke up the next morning in jail. Everybody, bro, you on the news? You on the news? I look on the news. They got me coming out with the safe. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? I done got myself into. I left my baby mama at the crib. She at the crib. She told me, don't go. Hey, y'all, listen to y'all, lady, man. Listen, man. That's listen to your lady, bro. <laughs> Listen to her. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's your mom, your sister, you know what I'm saying? Or anybody just in that corner, bro. Pay attention to Listen the signs, to man. Yeah. She said, don't go. I said, man, you tripping, man. Like, I'm finna go get this, bro. I'm gonna be right back. Cause I already I do this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when I was younger, we did all that kicking and doors and all that. This just came with it. So I'm like, man, I went anyway. Boom. Next morning they got me on, and everybody in the cell talking about boy you on TV on TV. They transfer a nigga to Conti, no bond. Now I'm in Conti, all in the whole first time being locked up in Brown County. I'm in a whole nother county. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Man, I did about like four months. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Went to went to court, set me off, bro. You know how they do set yeah. you off, bring you back. I'm like, damn, it, bro. Cause one thing about Miami, bro, we be in and out, bro. Yeah, in yeah. and out. I don't care what charge. You know what I'm saying? Even murder you. Even if you do loans, you do a murder. Some niggas do two years, be out right back out. Mm-hmm. Do you feel me? Unless it's something that really, really send you up there because of your pride, your history. Right. You know what I'm saying? But at that time, my juvenile record was just long. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that worked in my favor too. And just the fact that they know it was a setup, you know, and God just had his hand over me, bro. So, yeah. Yeah, man. For for me, my personally, you know, that shit, it was fucking entrapment to me. It's like, entrapment. Bingo, you know that's the word I, mean? I was looking for. It's fucking entrapment. entrapment. You know what I mean? They <sighs> set you up. They put the shit there. They tried. They wanted to do this shit to somebody. 
and it happened. You know what I mean? Um, but yo, you was facing a lot of time, and yeah. you know, again, you got to learn. You, you that was one you put dips. It come with the shit. You know what I mean? With it, bro. So um, again, so. Man, your story to me is just crazy, it's bro. It's crazy, bro. I'm it's crazy, man. Hell, bro. Exactly, it's crazy, man. I had to. I really. That's why I said I wanted to bring this shit out here because people got to. People got to know this shit. You know what I mean? Because I ain't the only nigga that go through stuff like this, bro. Is bro when I was in especially when I'm in day jail or Broward jail, bro. Is niggas railroaded every day for entrapment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, bro? You gotta understand. We live in a society where the laws are constructed to keep the young black brothers and sisters down mm-hmm. and that's straight up real mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I'm not being racist or nothing but it's just the truth bro and to be honest we do it to ourselves mm-hmm. and I was doing it to myself I had to realize like decisions life come with life choices and decision making mm-hmm. so sometimes we'll be making decisions you could be a decision maker, but are you thinking before you make these decisions? Mm. And these things come with choices that we make in our lives that have people end up going to going up the road for 20, 30, 40 years, bro. Yeah. So, I mean, y'all, man, all the youth, that's why my thing now is just inspiring the youth to go the right way. I call myself the light being God because I'm just trying to shine light in the darkness, bro, because a lot of us still in the dark, bro. Amen. Definitely, man. Appreciate, man. Y'all, I need that. They need that, yeah, man. man. Knowledge, man. You can't get no. You can't get uh, enough of that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's no limit to it. You know what I mean? So I take all of that. Definitely. You know what I mean? So um, I heard in another interview that, like you, I mean, you just said it. You woke up. You was like, I'm changing my life. Um, you got on the internet and you seen the cast the call for the moonlight. Mm-hmm. Um, did moonlight. you have? <laughs> yeah. Did you have any any acting skills before that? Ah uh, no, honestly no, and they said that on the thing it was like you don't have to have no acting experience. I said what for real? Okay, I didn't know what I was getting. They sent me to um, they sent me to reading mm-hmm. or whatever. I went over there with my brothers around the town. All shot up, still bandits and everything. <laughs> I'm in the in, the, in, in the crib. Came my brother, he had one of the lines and I had one of the lines. <laughs> Both of my brothers, shout out to my brother, man, Chinky. Shout out to my brother, Simeon, man. Blood brother, same mom, same dad. Yeah. So them boy helping me go over the lines or whatever. Now, I ain't know it was going to be this big. I'm just yeah. straight up. Well, I'd be lying if I said I knew it was going to be this big. But I was just so hungry to do something different. And I didn't have no fear. Because yeah. at that point, I faced death. So my fear level was like, it's whatever right now. You know what I'm saying? And then, like I said, the audition was at the... At this time, we was in Lincoln Field, mm-hmm. right up the street from the project. Okay. And the audition was at the African Heritage Cultural Arts Center, which is right on 62nd and 22nd Avenue, which is now Moonlight Way. Okay. And I had just went over there, man, and Barry Jenkins was there, Adele Romanski, Andrew Heavier, um, Edson Jean, you know, it was all them boys there. And I went in and I did my audition, and they loved it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So um, so you ban- what, you walked in there bandaged up, limping and shit, or what? I, I ain't I ain't going there all beat up. I, no, I, I you know I went in jeans, yeah. whatever. But I was limping. My I wasn't fully healed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was still hurt. And um, I went in red. They had me read for the role that um, they had me read for the role that Patrick Dysel played, which was the bully. Okay. I read for that role first. And then they said, no, come back. We want you to read for another role, too. Uh-huh. So I guess I did so good. They was like, man, let's see which one we could. Put them on. You know, and um, I did the other one. And then that's when they hit me back. They said, you got the role. We start filming in October. Wow. I said, what? All right. And then that's when they told me, oh, we, we, and we're going to pay you. I said, what? 
how the hell I just end up getting shot and now I'm getting a paid acting gig? And the pay was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, so your your character Terrence. Yeah. Explain who your character is. Um, yeah, man. Terrence is. Terrence is um. He's just a little runner underneath Juan, which is the big guy, which is the the patriarch figure of Sharon Little, you know. And um, my whole thing going in with Terrence was just, Terrence's whole thing was his mom is sick, mm-hmm. you know. And he's just a young brother out here trying to hustle and make some money and try to take his mom and hopefully get to the Juan level, mm. you know what I'm saying, get to the big dog level. So I related to that, you know what I'm saying, from everything that I've been through. I'm like, yo, I know how I feel a to try have to support the fam, mm-hmm. and then B, I know how I feel to be out here really hustling and have to deal with these custos, fiends, all that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? As a little jitterbug, I, I acquired these skills. Yeah. So I was like, hey, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. But I never been in front of an actual film set, cameras, cranes, all this stuff. Right in the hood, they filmed it yeah, right on yeah. 58. You know, it wasn't a major, major setup. But you would pass by and be like. That might be a music video or it might be a movie, but it was small but still a decent size. And man, I just went when I first recorded, Barry cut it. Barry came back out. Shouts out to Barry, man. That yeah. bro, real brother, man. That's why it go to show you could be from the, the ghetto, from the hood, and be different. Mm-hmm. And not just for the sake of being different, but just finding that uniqueness that's in within each and every one of us. You know what I'm saying? Greater he that is in me than that is of the world. Everybody mm-hmm. got a uniqueness in what they sell that they got to dig deep down and find. Like, yo, I'm good at this. Let me go be great doing this. Mm-hmm. So Barry ran back from behind the screen. He said, yo, do that again. He said, no, come, come, come. Show me what I did. I said, well, when I see myself back on screen, man, I was amazed my damn <laughs> self, bro. Everybody clapping. I'm like, damn, I did that good? <laughs> so, yeah, man. Hey, that's amazing, man. So, so I mean, how was it playing Um, so, so the role? Like, yeah. when you got it, did you tell your family immediately? Yeah, yeah. But you know how it is, though, like... It's like, yeah, you got a role, but it's like... Is it big? Like, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I don't really know what to say about it either, too, whether it's big or not. So it was more like, okay, congratulations. That's what's up, man. Whatever make you a family, it was supportive. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm glad them boys try to come deep to the damn um, to set. Mm-hmm. You know how niggas is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I definitely had support, man. And okay. Everybody was good, man. Thank you for all the support from my from my family and friends, man. Definitely, yeah. man. Yeah. So um, so at, after the fact, when you found out like what the movie is actually about, right? Yeah. The, the core and, and the message behind the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you being from the part of Miami, you're from, you know, how you grew up and things like that. Your background, maybe even your culture. Like, mm-hmm. what what did you think, or how did you think people would perceive? you from that from that point of view wow man when i first because everything to be honest was just happening so quick bro mm-hmm. and when i finally sat down and read the whole script i was like whoa hold on man this, what they movie really about man yeah but to be honest i had to respect it bro because you gotta understand this is not nothing fictitious or made up this is an actual life story of a human being you know what i'm saying and 
one thing that I had to learn is that life imitates art and art imitates life. So if this wasn't really going on, there wouldn't be no reason to even show this or present this to the world. So I had to respect it. And then just going through the phases of production and seeing how hard everybody worked. I didn't give a damn what the movie was about. I was just glad to be a part of something so positive. Like this was what I was dreaming of, bro. Mm -hmm. Like ever since a kid, I don't care who you are. I mean, I don't care if you, if you from Peru in the jungle and you only got one TV. You want you got a dream of being on there one day. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Everybody want to be on TV. So, I mean, just the simple fact of me being able to achieve something like this. You know what I'm saying? And I always thought the furthest it was get was going to be Netflix. I yeah. never thought Oscar winning Golden Globe. So, yeah. That's that's dope though. Definitely. And 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 again, you know, you had the opportunity to do something great. You know what I mean? Yeah. To to change your life, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, that's how I feel about the 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 movie. It's not even about that. Like when I watched this movie, it's a good film, bro. The 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 best the film like the way it was shot, shot the, the director it like Genius, that man. shit moved it me. It was beautiful. It you was. Know what I mean? It's like, a beautiful picture. Nothing else mattered to me. The the the, the way mm. it was shot, it just really amazed me. You know the script, so Thank I you, I, I understand that point of view of why the movie won so many awards. You know what I'm saying? It was a beautiful cause. You gotta understand. People think hood movie, they automatically think minister society, gunshot, blocker, 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 and all that's cool. You know what I'm saying? As far as really what's going on, but what's the in-depth story what's the emotional connection you know what i'm saying like you watch that movie you really feel that little kid pain bro mm -hmm. you feel that you know what i'm saying that empathy came across through the film through the mm -hmm. screen mm -hmm. and like i said it was great being a part of that man so what what you did with your first check like when you got this what you you know because we 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 like man i need hey, hey, hey. you know without being too much giving too much away you know uh, what what did you say, you know, was something important that you wanted to do? That's what I'm going to say. Something important that you wanted to do with, um, you know, the funds that you received from this movie. Okay. I ain't going to sit here and, and, and pump fake like I did the most smartest thing, you know what I'm saying? Because I got more than one check. But that first one, man, I went and got right like any other young <laughs> nigga, bro. Like, I got me a little whip, you know what I'm saying? And then... Even before I got the whip, though, to be honest, I was in a bunch of rentals back up. Niggas was like, what? My old pulling up at everything. Man, pulling up in brown sun, my dog crib. Every week, I'm in a different rental. Niggas like, what? Bro, what the hell you done did, bro? I'm like, because at this time, the movie wasn't out there like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Niggas know I do my thing with the packs and all that shit, too. But my inner circle knew that I had left it alone. Right. So when they see me like, oh, shit, you feel me? Then you had other niggas looking like, bro, what the hell you doing? Like, well, you ain't can't be just, you doing fraud or something. <laughs> so, you know, I was shining nice, you know what I'm saying? But I was very cautious at this time, you know, so I went and opened up a little company, my media and marketing company, okay. CERT Media and Marketing. Um, you know, went put something in the bank. You know, just you know, just regular stuff. Just learning how to manage that amount of cash. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and for someone who you know is is looking to get into acting, you know, um, explain how how it works. You know, we 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 not talk about no numbers or nothing like that, yeah. but just explain how it works. You know, you paid for your services, mm -hmm. or is it like music where you get royalties on the back end? You know, explain how the business of you know acting uh, for um, aspiring actor. Explain that to them. Okay. Um. Well, you definitely get paid for the time. Well, SAG, okay, first when, when I first talked to Adele on the phone, and she's like, okay, you're going to be getting paid for this, right? 
I'm like, okay. She, she, I said, what's the, what's the amount? She was like, okay, well, SAG, which is the union of all the actors or whatever, requires the minimum amount for an actor to be paid is $630 per hour. I said, what? Just for one hour? Like, that's how much? She was like, yeah, you know, so it go off a of SAG race and things of that nature and how long. And then, you understand, we was filming. My scene, I filmed in like two or three weeks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? I made a nice little bitch of money. And then after the film come out, you got residual income too. You make a little percentage off of a certain amount that's sold. Okay. So, I mean, it worked pretty different ways. You just got to be smart about signing your contracts, always pay attention, have a lawyer present, agent, or whatever the case may be. But, I mean, even after that, it's, it, it was just more than just me getting the role on some lucky shit, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I was hungry for this. Yeah. So, I sat down. And I talked to Mahershala Ali. I talked to Naomi Harris. I said, like, I wasn't on no, oh, you a celebrity. I was scared. I'm like, no, nah, I got to know this. Like, God is opening a door for me, so it's time for me to, to be productive. Mm-hmm. Talking to executive producers, she hooked me up with these people. These people hooked me up with these people. So even after the film, when I was in limbo, I was doing production, mm-hmm. PA, production assistant. So I recommend any person trying to be in film, Get on the film sets. Mm-hmm. I was that guy sweeping up. I would make it two, three hundred a day as a production assistant, even after the film, stacking up. But I was doing grunt work, sweeping up. I worked it for Tom Criswell, one of the biggest art directors in Miami, Florida. Shouts out to Tom Criswell, man. Um, shouts out to John from Borsch Corp. You know, I just use my connections. You know what they say? Your network determines your net worth. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was like 17 years old, when I was in that rapping stage as Young Herb, I used to, my homie used to work at the arena, Miami Heat Arena. And he used to sneak me in the arena to pass out my CDs. Okay. And I'd be in the VIP. I'm talking about Birdman, them boys. <laughs> Wayne, I remember Wayne one time came up. I tried that Wayne up. I love Wayne. Wayne like Michael Jackson to me. You know, yeah, yeah, he can't yeah. do nothing wrong, but I was hurt because I went like this to tap him up and he had his hand like that. The security <laughs> came in the way, helping out the Maybach. Yeah. I'm like, damn, Weezy. You know what I'm saying? I met Flo Rida. I met all these people passing my CDs, but the most influential person I met was Jamie Foxx at that time. Mm-hmm. And I sat down with Jamie. I said, man, Jamie, this before all this. Mm-hmm. I said, this is when I just had the rap dream. Okay. And I said, Jamie, man, I want to be successful like you. Because even his security came. And Jamie was a real, you like, man, let the young nigga in, man. Okay. was in the Grey Goose Lounge. <laughs> so I came up. I got a picture with him right now. I'll probably post it later on. So um, he was like, bro, just network, man. Obviously, if you got in here next to me, you doing something right. Keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And I came up with my own little philosophy, man. Networking is they call it networking, but I call it seed planting. Mm. I feel like in God's world is seed planting. I'm planting the seed in you, you planting the seed in me, and it's gonna build a tree of a relationship that we both could reap the benefits from. So it's all about just being not friendly but sociable. You mm. know what I'm saying? So like I said, I was using that on these sets and this before the movie, I ain't start getting more roles and all this stuff until the movie blowed up. Mm. So after I did my role and I had my money in the bank and all this stuff, I'm like, what's next? Reached out to them. 
They start giving me work as production assistants in Miami. This after they don't went back to LA. Mm -hmm. I'm still in the hood. You know what I'm saying? But I got a little check. So I started working and grinding. You know what I'm saying? So anybody try, aspiring actor, get on these film sets, man. I don't care if it's a music video. I don't care if you sweeping. I don't care if you holding the light. As long as you around these people, network and get around these people, man. I like that, man. Hey, it's not networking. It's seed planting. That seed you said? planting, yeah. yeah I like seed that. Planting, man. I like Plant that. Plant them seeds, man. So, um, I mean, how was it working with uh, Mahershala Ali? Like, how was that? I mean, that's... You talking about 17, 20 yachts. He been in the game for a while, bro. Man. At first, I didn't know who the hell he was. <laughs> I'm on set, right? <laughs> True story, bro. So, I'm on set. Caroline, which is the costume designer, me and her got like this. I don't know. You know how some people, your vibes just click. Yeah, yeah. Old white Personality. Lady. So me and her like this in the back, she going crazy. Oh, she trying to figure out the costume for me, for my character. Yeah. And I'm like, calm down, okay, he'll wear this, he'll wear that. She was so grateful that I helped her with trying to get this. Cause you know her job on the yeah, line. You, yeah. and, and not only that, she's one of the best. Mm. So she wanna keep that record up. So I mean, I'm in the back or whatever. She uh they come in, they she pulls some jeans out. You like this? I said, no, I don't like this. I don't think the character will wear these. She like, Sharif doesn't like this. He doesn't like this. Get it out of here. Get it. I'm like, what the hell, man? They treat a nigga like Hollywood, but I wasn't used to this. So I go out to get out the trailer, go out. I'm sitting next to Andrew Heavier. He like, you know you're going to be filming with Mahershala, right? I'm like, who is Mahershala? Oh, the guy that playing this and playing that. And then when I met him, man, as soon as he came to me, he had open arms, bro. No lie. Yeah. Okay? You know, he's from Oakland. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Everybody got from the hood. hood. Yeah, yeah man. He's from the hood. Yeah. That me up, gave me a hug. He's probably hearing so much about you, positive energy. Everybody been talking about you, bro. I'm like, for real? He mm. telling me here, people talking about me. I'm like, thank you, bro. And then when we got into Cat, bro, we didn't have no rehearsal. Mm -hmm. No, we, as soon as he got there, they mic me up, mic him up, and we went and did it, bro. Wow. So, because they didn't have the funds and everything yeah. to have time. It was on a budget, bro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I seen that man act, bro, you know how you grow up and you watch other people on screen like Denzel and Will and you like, bro, them the greatest. I love them. They my favorite actors. Yeah. But there's a difference when you work with somebody that's like that. Yeah. I seen this brother like skipping it, like jumping in place, swinging like he punching, throwing his set. <laughs> they said action. That nigga walked in the character, bro. <laughs> I said, what the hell? This is a trained professional, bro. Yeah, yeah. And it was an automatic connection. Like, we'll stop, Barry will stop us, and he'll tell me, yeah, Sharif, I like what you said, bro, because we was doing a lot of improv, too. Okay. Mind you, I only had, like, two lines in that movie. Okay. The rest of that shit was me going off the top, okay. bro. You know what I'm saying? Barry, he even came up to it was like, bro, thank you for writing this script. <laughs> he'll tell us that shit. So me and Mahershala was just bouncing off each other ideas, man. And it wasn't until after I did my research, you know, Google, I was like, whoa, this who I was just working with, bro. So, yeah. Hey, Hey, you know you my man, right, Juan? 
This nigga. See if you can do something here for me. What the fuck I just told you, man? Let me get this shit, man. Get the fuck out of here, man. Go on. Oh, get that nigga, man. What's up, Yo, man, I'm just out here, you know? Yeah. Regular day. Yeah. Is it a car? Everything clean out of the meeting. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. I got something. No, no, hold on to that. Hold on. I'm through the register. I don't want that. Okay, no problem. Are you mind following now? Oh, she doing good. She doing answer that. Better? She doing better. Yeah. She doing more prayer. What's next? Thank you. Thanks Blessings, for the opportunity. Man. You see how that shit work, man? Yeah, man. Man, I'm a... T- I'm, 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 I'm uh, you know, to 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 just you know hear your story. Yeah, I, I, I keep going back to that. You know what I mean? To hear your story, man. A lot of people out here with stories like this, you know, so to bring yours to the light. Like mm-hmm. this shit is deep. Yeah, you know everybody what I mean? got a story, man. Everybody got a story. Yeah. So um, now the movie's out. Yeah. You know, people people don't realize that Moonlight just you know when it came out, it just didn't come out and it was everywhere. Yeah. Like it was like a control release. Like yeah, it was small. They did it a certain kind and of then way. you know, so it didn't catch on. They quick. built it up. Yeah. So. But now, when it caught on, you know, where were you? Like, what was the situation for you when it finally caught? When it caught on, um, what was it? I was down south, man. I don't have, I had me a little condo, two-bedroom, mm-hmm. two you know what I'm saying, two-bathroom. <laughs> I was down south, homestead, you know what I'm saying? We was, life was like good, bro, you feel me? Yeah. Me and my lady, you know, we had went through a little struggle still at that point, you know what I'm saying? But we got through that. Mm-hmm. We got through that little time or whatever. And we was decent. I was in a, and I'm just laying back watching this happen, you know, going to work. Like I said, I had got set up with the production assistant job. So I be going from homestead, driving up to Miami, go to work, making my money, coming back down. Mm-hmm. You know, normal, just, you know what I'm saying? Now yeah. I got a career now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got a lane now. You Posi- know? And it's positive. positive. And I was just you so You don't got to look over your shoulder, shoulder nothing. nothing, bro. Nice little whip. Yeah. Man, I was feeling, I was feeling like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So at that point, but then when it started getting big, I'm like, hold on now. I can't be left out now. Hold <laughs> on now. This shit really, everywhere I look, people telling me, yo, that movie you in, man, they loving it. They talking about yeah. it, talking about it, talking about it. You know, so it was it was real good, man, to be a part of it. Then we went and won the Oscar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They had to be a mix up at the Oscars yeah. and all that <laughs> shit, man. And man, it just it just made it bigger, bigger. and bigger, man. And I got a cult following, bro, mm-hmm. from that film, bro. Like I walk in Walmart, at least four or five people gonna recognize me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like. That movie, like how Star Wars got a cult following, uh-huh. paid in full, menacing, you know, all these movies got cult followings. Like, this movie really definitely touched a lot of people. And like I said, it wasn't me, grace of God, the glory, all glory be to God, man. Man, it just changed my life. It gave me a key to open doors, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm still on my ground. I'm still coming up. I ain't rich, you know what I'm saying? I'm still grinding, still building, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it... it, it it introduced me to everything that I was being prepared for, yeah. which was script writing. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I'm actually executive producing my first documentary, okay. you know, which will be out soon. We'll be shopping that around through all the film festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wrote a short film that I'm about to direct. You know, I'm working with University of Miami. I'm working with Borscht Corp. Um, I'm doing speaking events, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, bro. 
Yeah, man. Like um, to 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 continue on that. Like I recently <clears throat> seen you, you know, uh, taking your time and speaking on different things in the community. You know, so um, you know, when I introduced you, I said <clears throat> actor, filmmaker, model. Rapper yeah. and community activist. Yes, you appreciate know? it, bro. Um, uh, you recently was on, you know, Channel Ten. Yeah, you know, talking about the gun violence and just different things. things you know, yeah. so what makes you um feel like you know you should take your time and speak on these different topics? You know, what what pushes you to do that? Man, I just owe it all to where I came from, bro. And no matter how far I go, bro, I would never ever forget where I came from, bro. Like, I owe it to God. You know what I'm saying? I owe it to the that people, those people, the the, the junkies, mm -hmm. they made me too. <laughs> if I wasn't for me learning how to serve them junkies, I wouldn't be so prolific and prominent in that role. Yeah. The you know what I'm saying? The struggling, everything in the that environment, no matter how much bad they say come out of the hood, bro, mm -hmm. it made me who I am. So when I step back and I started changing my way of thinking and my mind and started letting the light shine in and get out the dark, I said, bro. At the same time, bro, we doing a lot of fuck shit, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we doing like, I mean, I wish I could, I could have been got here, if, you know what I'm saying, if I would went the right way. Yeah. Unfortunately, I had to go through this, and to be honest, some niggas don't make it. Some niggas end up up the road of six feet, mm -hmm. you know. So I was saying, man, I just owe it to these people and to to the community where I came from. So I just want to see a change. I'm not saying I could be the one to change it, but at least I do my part. So no matter how big I get, man, whether it's in Miami ghetto, any ghetto worldwide, Jamaica, Chicago, anywhere concerning my people or any people that's suffering or going through a struggle, I want to be able to be there to shine some light. You know what I'm saying? So that's my duty, my obligation, what I do. Yeah, man, that's yeah. a noble thing, you know what I mean? To give yeah. back because it comes back, you know, yeah. 10, 20, it come back a whole lot more, you know what I mean? Definitely. So, that, so that's definitely positive, you know? Um, The fact that you turn something so negative into a positive, you know? You got a chance to do it. You know what I mean? I'm learning, man. I'm taking notes, man. Yeah, for man. real, though. Hey, for real. I like what you're doing, too, my brother, man. You got this whole thing set up, man. Yeah, More I appreciate it. love and success and prosperation to you, my brother. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate yeah. it, man. So, um, again, you, you you spoke on it earlier. You know, you got this this media company, you know, yeah. CERP Media and Marketing. Mm -hmm. um, so, explain the company, you know, what you got planned and, you know, the projects. Um, you know, this is all post-moonlight now. Yeah. You know, you, you, you took something and, and you, you, you just kept it rolling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So explain the company and what you got coming. Um, well, certain media and marketing, we, we are distributors of media content, creators of media content. So our thing is creating a platform for advertisement, films, music, anything concerning media, news, websites, Anything, you know, to give people a platform other than just the normal TV stations and radio stations, newspaper outlets or anything of that nature. It's just a creative collective agency mm. made to just create content and distribute it out. However means we could get it out there, man. So that was just my thing. I was always into marketing. Always been a hustler. Mm -hmm. You know, with my mama having ten kids, she sent me to school selling candy. Mm -hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I grew up making that dollar. I know how to sell a rock to a mountain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what's <clears throat> up. That's what's up. Hey, man. We, we, we don't realize that coming up. You know these skills. You know it might be tough in life, but all each each day you you acquiring these skills that yeah. you know. 
later on in life they they could definitely be put to use so that's that's crazy how you know this situation came about how you know the hustling and all that stuff and then you get thrown a role you know they 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 try you for one role but then you know the other role like fits your life did they know that this fits your life so well Nah, they ain't know nothing about me, bro. That, I don't that, know like, what. like I kind of want to say, like, did you come in there and like you know do an interview first, like with me, or was no, it I just, just did a normal? What's the name? You know how they cut the camera. What's the name? Yeah, Where yeah. you from? And that was it. Okay, we want you to read this. You know, like it, that's why I said other people audition for that role now. Other hood niggas too. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I don't want people to think it's just a lucky fluke or a bless. You know what I'm saying? Like. At the same time, it was something that was in me that mm-hmm. got that role, you know, and I performed and I executed and now like I'm 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 doing way more than what I could even imagine. I'm I don't wanna say too much, but I'm about to be working with people that I used to watch on film, on T V. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, I'm executive producing, I'm doing so much now, bro. A new project, I'm about to be in um this arcade fire. I don't know if y'all ever heard of this rock band, I'm about to be in a one of these biggest rock bands out there I'm about to be in their music video coming up so man there's a lot of things coming in the works for me man just be on the lookout that's what's up that's yeah. what's up yo man man like I said I appreciate you coming through here appreciate you you know what man. I mean um, your story the people gonna hear your story you know from a different point of view yeah. you know what I mean we seen your acting skills you you did yeah. great you know what I mean thank you bro um, so for everybody out there as well you know like take this note like take note of this you know what I mean you can do anything, anything. you wanna do like this is the prime example you know what I mean and and so even me like I'm sitting here like I'm amazed at the fact that Lil Haiti, you know what I mean? Alapata, <laughs> you know what I mean? Golden Globe, Oscars. Yeah, man. Just, just, just think about it, you know what I mean? He yeah. got a chance and he made this chance turn into a career. Yeah. You know what I mean? So y'all take note. You know what I mean? Famous be for the fame. This is what we about. We love the connection. And um, you, like I said, I appreciate you, bro. I really appreciate, appreciate you, you coming man. through, Salute. man. Yeah, yeah. So again, like I said, this Famous be for the fame podcast. Another Salute, one. Man. Hey, this is the last thing I want to say, man. Yeah. Nothing is impossible but impossible. Like, did we live in a wonderful, magical world. And, I mean, this planet, everything is here, bro. Like you don't look outside, don't look nowhere else, man. All your everything you want to do, you can achieve it. All it takes is for you to take that free will that you got and make a change. And you can't change unless you want to change. And this journey that we on, bro, it's a it's a long run. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people say life is short, but it's a long run, bro. Mm-hmm. So just try to think about what's next. You know, most of the times we live in the moment. Try not to live in that moment, but live in the eternal now. You know what I'm saying? Understanding that everything is playing out right now and you are the author of your own destiny. You can create. Just have faith, be humble, and stay positive, bro. I know it's hard, but trust me, the light, they can't stop the light. As long as you come in with that light, they can't stop it. It's going to cut through the darkness every time like a knife, man. Yo, we're going to end on that. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Famous Before the Fame podcast. I really appreciate it. Check this out. I'm going to keep doing my job, which is continue to deliver dope content. What I need from you in return don't even cost $1. If you really like this episode and want to hear more, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and watch us on YouTube so you never miss another episode. Like, subscribe, review, retweet, and share. Again, I am Super Sean, and this is FamousBeforeTheFame.com.